1: Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast.
2: It Seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston.
1: I'm Cody Crane.
2: We, we want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. On uh, today's episode, we're diving into the world of Survivor and discussing what we're hoping to see. In season 44, with our special guest, Toronto stand-up comedian Tom Henry, we'll explore our favorite moments, strategies, and characters from the past seasons, and speculate on what twists and turns the new season might bring. Whether you're a diehard fan or just getting into the game, join us as we explore the thrilling world of Survivor. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained as we kick off another episode of the Merge Boot podcast. Was that off the cuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't prepared at all. That was natural, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, uh, written by uh, artificial intelligence.
0: Was it? Yeah. <laughs> what well, what did you... Well, it sounded like it was read by artificial intelligence, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> says, says the man with
0: the most robotic voice I know. Hey, there's a lot of passion behind this roboticism.
1: This is turning into a roast yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> What, uh, um, uh, what did you have to punch in for that? What I information said, uh, did you give them?
2: I said, write me an intro for my podcast about Survivor. On today's episode, we are talking... <laughs> I could have just read this. Today's episode, we were talking about what we want from season 44 and our special guest is Toronto stand-up comedian, Tom Henry. The podcast is called The Merge Boot Podcast. Okay, so, I mean, you basically wrote yeah. what it said. Yeah. <laughs> they just gave me much more words. I also asked them to write uh an intro for our guest tom do you want to hear it yeah ladies and gentlemen it is my pleasure to that's not very inclusive language ladies and gentlemen but okay it is my pleasure to welcome to the show today a talented and hilarious comedian from the great city of toronto he's been entertaining audience with his quick wit and humor for years and has become a staple in the stand-up comedy scene in canada today He joins us to share his thoughts on Survivor and bring some laughter to our discussion. So without further ado, please put your hands together for the one and only Tom Henry.
0: And you wrote everything except ladies and gentlemen.
2: (laughs) I didn't write a thing. I said write an intro for the guest on the podcast today, Toronto comedian Tom Henry.
1: Oh, wow. So quick wit was the AI's opinion. How did it know? Yeah. Must have watched your crave special, must have
0: scanned all the videos on the internet.
1: (laughs) How long did it take? How long did it take, uh, for it to come up with the uh bio? There was it a couple hours, or (laughs) yeah, it took a while.
0: (laughs) I had this really horrifying thought about AI in the middle of the night last night. Well, the other night that every bad comedian is gonna have uh an endless well of material that's probably better than what they can write
2: well yeah i mean here's the thing like i can write all i can ask for all this ai stuff and read it ironically but at the same time there's so many survivor podcasts that probably say this exact shit word for word every time you know well i mean
0: you think in particular the Survivor podcast community has a big AI problem?
2: Yeah, uh, Rob know well, definitely does. <laughs> I just mean gener- genericism at large is a huge problem in content these days. And AI is just taking them the vast majority of everything and making an amalgamation of all of it. And uh, that is just boring, uh, the same old shit that everyone says. I also asked them to write a blurb on what I... Th- what a, what they think i should say and it's just you might be hoping for uh, you're hoping for a cast of diverse and dynamic players to bring a fresh energy to the island blah 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 same old garbage how do we bring a fresh how do we bring a fresh take to the survivor podcasting game that ai isn't just gonna do for us
0: we'll have to and i think our, it, sorry go on you we'll say? have to use our human brains <laughs> Damn it. Which so
2: many Survivor podcasts don't do.
1: <laughs> well, I I would be interested in uh testing uh Tom's theory there and just uh giving it a joke premise and telling it to come up with an original joke and seeing what it goes with.
0: It's gonna happen. I think in a year, eighty percent of stand-ups will be doing AI material. <laughs> I well and I just have keep... yeah.
2: I have asked them to write stand up comedy jokes and basically it's the same premise of uh that i've seen 75 percent of Toronto's media and already so
0: <clears throat> yeah but if they can get well anyway this is a whole other let's talk about survivor
2: <laughs> no what were you gonna say quickly because I'm, I'm actually gonna see if it can write a a stand-up comedy joke about uh survivor so go ahead
0: well, if bad comedians put more specific stuff in, then they'll get maybe less generic stuff.
2: I don't you know. should you should give it a whirl because as as hard as you try, that it, it's still the same old bullshit that this AI
0: gives you. Well, that's good, but I guess it's going to get better and better. It's learning as we speak.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the joke it came up with, Cody. You want to hear it? Uh, more than anything, yeah. Why did the Survivor contestant bring a compass to the island? Why? Because they heard there would be a lot of tribal councils and they didn't want to get lost.
0: That's a weird joke.
1: <laughs> well, you'll be seeing that one get tested out at Comedy Bar this weekend. <laughs> but,
0: can, but can you ask it to write a uh, uh, stand-up joke about Survivor in the style of bill burr
2: <laughs> okay you guys talk for a second
0: i'm gonna write that down hi cody
1: <laughs> well uh tom well it's uh coming up with that what did you uh think about uh last season
0: well i was just thinking about it and i i can't remember it but Ooh. i remember liking it
1: <laughs> but i mean i one of the big things that you asked for was bigger characters and we saw p- yeah. perhaps one of the uh looniest winners we've had in a while
0: the cast was good i i really enjoyed the cast and that's really mostly what i'm looking for in a season
1: yeah i th- I think that uh when i was thinking about us discussing this uh before last season that they did check a lot of the boxes uh that you were asking for i think uh, that they were listening
0: I think you're right. And interestingly, I did really like the season. I know I said I couldn't remember it, but now I'm remembering it. It it could be
1: because uh, you're so excited for this new season because we have a woman on it that is rubbing herself with rocks. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. exactly the type of character that we're all asking for in this. And a guy from Saskatoon. (laughs) And a guy from Saskatoon.
0: Oh, they're bringing Canada back,
1: hey. Finally, but Cody, does.
2: Um, Cody does have a theory about that.
1: Yeah. So uh we discussed this a little yeah. bit last week, but it, it actually pisses me off. This guy from Saskatoon, because when I'm watching his video and reading his bio, it looks like to me that they found the biggest fucking dud in all of Canada <laughs> just so that we could have our first loser.
0: The first Canadian well, resident loser. I don't end. think. I don't think they could have lived with another winner from here. So, yeah, yeah I, I
1: think that they needed to find an absolute bozo dud that would just end the streak once and for all. So, kind so of I... keep... sorry, go go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Kind of keep just gonna... dreaming over here that we can get on, but <laughs> with no danger. Although a bozo just won. So
2: it's true. Yeah, if if you are looking at the season I'm trying to be like who's the gabler from the season Payne might be that. Um uh okay, so I have what Bill Burr AI Bill Burr has to say about Survivor season 44 and he's got some stuff to say and maybe we can speak about it. Um he went long actually. Uh you know what they need to do uh, in survivor season 44 get rid of those damn immunity idols I mean come on it's not like they're trying to survive in the real world it's a TV show for, for Pete's sake and all these people talking about forming alliances and whatnot give me a break if you can fend for yourself if you can't fend for yourself you don't deserve to win a billion bucks that's why I'm hoping for a season with no idols no alliances and no sugar coating just pure raw survival skills on display that's what I'm talking about
1: about wow he doesn't want alliances
0: (laughs) well he has always told it like it is
1: yeah he he just wants like a man versus wild or whatever he wants what uh what gretchen's tribe was
2: doing on season one no alliances
0: (laughs) maybe there should be a season where you're not allowed to have an alliance somehow
1: (laughs) The sure production just breaks it up every time they're discussing <laughs> games.
2: <laughs> only, only voting blocks and trust clusters—is that what you want?
0: Actually, I miss the old alliances. These yeah. voting blocks be- become tiresome.
2: Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep track of. But one thing about last season is—is is like it, it, there did, there were like strong alliances uh, and duos that we saw the. We saw explode in a, kind of an old-fashioned way. Like,
0: Yeah, it's true. Cody and Jesse.
2: Cody and Jesse, Carla and Cassidy. They sort of exploded in a very sort of like Boston Robin Lex fashion. Like, um, it was very dramatic.
0: Well, that is something I'd like to see more of in the next season is people actually being more mad about that kind of thing. Mm.
1: Well, I definitely, uh, yeah, I think... I think we saw a lot of Carla being mad at that final tribal council.
0: Carla, Carla. Refresh my memory.
2: <laughs> Carla was on the blue tribe. She went out, uh, final five.
0: at um, the tattoos. tattoos. Oh yeah. Carla. Yeah. 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 Didn't care for her.
2: Yeah. She, I was, I was kind of rooting for her, but in, in near the end, she, yeah, she seemed to be playing sort of bitterly.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. We got, I I feel like this was one of our more bitter juries in a while. Seems so. It it would, it would explain um
2: the outcome of the season, I think. Uh Yeah. From yeah, it was just it was weird to me. A lot of the stuff that went on that season, and I, I don't, I don't have the perfect thing to sort of clip that and be like, I know what happened there, and ha- there, here's how I don't want it to happen in season 44. Um, but it was almost totally confusing to us at the end. Uh, what happened there? Like I, I was, I was really for a while just totally confused at what happened at that final Tribal Council. I have well... not gone back to watch it.
0: But when you watch it, you can see Gabler doing really well with his answers. And every and the other people not doing that well.
2: It's true, but at the same time, it did from what I was watching, it seemed like the jury was rooting for him and like almost feeding him answers and telling him what to say. And they were challenging the other people and not him. So it almost Mm -hmm. seemed like they knew
1: who they wanted to point to win.
0: Uh, Despite what they said. You think it was a setup?
1: We, we have heard since then that um, as soon as Carla did get voted out, she told everyone she took credit for all of the moves and told everyone not to vote Cassidy to win. And there was an interview with Owen as well, where they said um, that it was noticed that when Cassidy spoke, almost everyone on the jury just turned away and didn't look at her mm. and wouldn't take in anything she said. Um, but. Yeah, I th- I think that uh, that kind of uh, bitter jury play is something we haven't seen in a while, and it did add for a little bit of a uh, spicy tribal council. It is interesting. It is interesting. Um, But I, I just
2: I, I kind of wish I saw even more. I think the editors are so afraid to show us the bitterness, you know, the edit- like we well, don't see. We mostly see strategy nowadays. We don't see as the as much the sort of like sour grapes and stuff. Well, like we did have...
1: hear that Carla told Cassidy that she she was going to do exactly that. She said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. "If if you vote me out, I'm going to tell everyone not to vote for you at uh, on the jury." Yeah, yeah. and then she yeah, did do so. it. And the interesting thing about the uh, this season as a whole that just passed is that if you were to watch it, like watching the first time you go, uh, oh, yeah, Gabler's talking out of his ass. This guy's, is uh, this guy is uh, not with it. He's not self-aware. But now if you watch back, knowing that he's the winner, you know that everything he's saying is true. <laughs>
2: Yeah, try and watch season 43 and think
1: this man is a hero. (laughs) But I think that it overall speaks to uh, the uh, past um, discussions we've had of past seasons and everything like that. And how uh, mine and uh, Tom's uh, taste in Survivor kind of aligns as we're both two that liked this season once again. And Joel, you uh, hated this season. Oh, wow. I didn't hate it. I just, I didn't, I didn't like it as a whole, no. So I think that you're the perfect person to uh, kick us off here and talk about what you would like to see different in season 44. What do you want changed after this disaster of a season for you? Again, it wasn't a disaster. I just this think. Absolute I, I think their,
2: their, their method of course correcting from season one and 42 40- season 41 and 42 sorry i dropped the four there on the first one um uh but uh i dropped the four kept the one i think the course correcting wasn't strong enough it just the 43 compared to 41 and 42 was so cookie cutter in comparison and like i understood that with 41 and 42 because they from them back to back i'm like but why do we need to do this for 43 as well three tribes no swaps uh, uh, an island where they make a decision to get a twist or not Uh, they're split into two at the merge they're uh, like it's just all these cookie cutter twists and it's like um, you know the, the idol where they had to do a challenge and all three challenges were the same and it's just like oh my gosh like okay so we're just kind of watching like it's like like AI technology slight variations on the other thing like I just um would like a more vast change, which I just I know we're not going to get. I see the, the three tribes. I, they they film these back to back. No one's giving them huge feedback. I want a total, honestly, a total reset. Like what we've seen in the last three seasons is in twenty six days with these twists as it is presently it's very hard for the big threats to hide. First of all, it's very hard for them to, uh, you know, make certain moves that will prolong them getting forward. Uh, Like the past three, uh, seasons have been the perceived, all three in the end have been the perceived goats at the end, like, or all three of the finalists in each three seasons have been people who had previously been perceived as goats. I think, at least Erica and Marianne, I think going into Final Three were probably not perceived goats, but they were because they were brought to the end. Um but it's it just like that sort of thing. If that keeps happening, I just think there needs to be some sort of reset to so that people actually playing the game can and and playing it out front can can Make big strides and uh, get to the end. I guess I don't know. That's what I my thought process I, is.
0: I do agree with all of that. Um, the last three seasons to me feel like a big blob. Of yeah, seasons.
2: it's hard to d- differentiate them. I forget which cast is which sometimes. Yeah. Like I like I saw a uh, high posting about. Um, Someone like Erica or somebody, and I and I in my head I was like, Oh yeah, they're in the same season. They weren't in the same season, totally different season.
0: Well, that's why one of my hopes for next season is Mm -hmm. and I think this has already not happened, but bring back themes.
2: Mm. What would be a good theme if you were to be on the the writing team there?
0: Uh goody goodies versus rebels.
2: Take, nerds, type A versus Type B. Nerds yeah.
0: versus jocks. Yep. I like it. Uh, these are just off the top of the dome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> goody goodies versus rebels. I feel like you can f- find a term that's less alienating than goody goodies.
0: I mean, you, you but... have a big a big issue with the term goody goody.
2: <laughs> well, I did. I, I think compared to rebels, rebels make some if 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 you say goody good, goodies versus do batters or like baddies or something but rebels makes it uh sound like you know like we know exactly who you are rooting for
0: yeah i mean I, uh <laughs> i just want to say i don't think do batters is a real term but
1: no no i that i just well, of that right now. Joel, what, what if you're leaning towards the Rebels right now because you're not a goody-goody? That's why. Maybe a I'm bunch of goody-goodies out there will be like, yes, finally, my, my people be goody-goodies. Do
2: you think people with a type A brain, they, like, proudly
1: identify as goody-goodies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they yeah. do. <laughs> I, I like the idea of just that season to me because i'm thinking wow this rebel team is going to explode <laughs> you know what's
2: another good um uh, na- uh alternative name for goody goodies versus rebels what heroes versus villains
0: ooh well ranked number 1
2: yeah
0: <laughs> um how about criminals versus cops <laughs> <laughs>
2: That would be good too. That's also goody-goody versus rebels.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're all sort of the same variation or different variations. <laughs> it could be,
2: it could be like ex-cons versus criminals, like four tribes: ex-cons, current criminals, people <laughs> on the land, on the lamb, and then cops, and then ex-cops, or, or maybe even like correctional officers.
0: Well, you know, my, uh, my big idea, which I think I've said on here before, a uh, uh, blood versus water, but nobody knows who's related.
2: Right. I feel like you've told me about this before. It's a it's yep. a decent. I think it's idea. a slam can, dunk. Yeah, yep. you can. Especially if it's like. It it's hard because so many of the survivor people know each other though too. Oh, if it's but if it's not past contestants, that would no, be all new. no it wouldn't be all past new.
1: contestants. All new. all new, and you yeah, could
0: even yeah. expand it to have groups of three. Yeah,
1: yeah, that would be cool. the The paranoia would be at an all time high, which would make everybody uh, a little zany in that season. Which I would like. I I say let's give another chance to uh, <laughs> heroes versus hustlers versus healers
2: hey well, I mean, we could if, combine the two it could be blood ver- secret blood versus water and heroes versus healers versus hustlers
0: or goodies versus baddies goody goodies. yeah yeah, goody goodies versus do batters <laughs> um do
2: batters it's it's not it, goody goodies versus do batters is not as mm-hmm. not as far off from heroes versus healers versus hustlers
0: but listen even when heroes versus healers versus hustlers was stupid. At least it gives the season some kind of context, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
1: I think was David versus Goliath the last one we got of that of the theme, or well, like as far Island as of, Island of the Idols, and
2: uh, Edge of Extinction what's it called? Fucking kind of a... Edge of Extinction. Where like the it was the a ones that. Preceded yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, the versus ones is the last one, and I David did, versus Goliath, I think, was the peak of it. Was the the best
1: idea because there was a the narrative to it. Um, yeah, and I I think that I I think that people on the seasons had a hard time with being considered to be, well, specifically Goliath. in that one, people had more of a hard time being considered to be a Goliath. I guess.
0: Well, get over it. Suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't uh, season thirty nine sex criminals versus?
2: Uh... <laughs> well, I think the thing about David versus Goliath too is I and uh, and Mike White has said so in interviews is like he got to the end and he almost felt bad trying to make his own case because right. a it's been set up here uh, David versus Goliath and B it's like this kid who's like this uh defense, whatever he is, uh, in Kentucky versus like this Hollywood screenwriter. And he felt bad really making his case. So he didn't go full force in the final tribal council.
0: By the way, just a quick detour now that we're talking about Mike White. Mm -hmm. This probably is not the kind of thing that bothers you guys, but it bothers me that all my friends who never gave a sniff to Survivor and in (laughs) fact might make fun of me for watching 40 seasons in a row are all all over season 37 now mm-hmm. because they like white lotus.
2: Yeah. So I don't want to alienate people too, too much for that because I'm sure there are some blisters that. well caught I'll on it, to course, I will
0: alienate them for you.
2: <laughs> I think, uh, I think the people who made fun of you and then went back, turned around and be like, Tom what seasons of survivor should i watch
1: they deserve to be shamed
0: i might have exaggerated about the making fun thing
1: <laughs> you are getting bullied so hard <laughs>
2: during a- during the lockdown you'd reach out to friends and be like hey how you doing how you holding up and they're like fuck you tom you're watching survivor
0: yeah i'm going to be on the abused by bullies team yeah
2: <laughs> um yeah i mean I- I, I wonder how many people, like, like truly got right into Survivor from... I mean, it, it, it helps that Mike White was on season 37, such a good season.
0: and it's such. But a that's good... frustrating to me, too, that these people kind of just get to jump into the best season.
1: Yeah, yeah. they didn't earn it.
0: <laughs> they didn't earn it. They didn't
1: have yeah. to sit through one world to get there. <laughs> yeah, it'd be exactly. better if...
0: If, like,
2: a John Rocker fan had to watch San (laughs) Juan (laughs) del Sur.
1: I think if you're still a John Rocker fan, then you are okay with what he does in San Juan del Sur. (laughs) (laughs) I think that what he does in that season isn't as bad as real life.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of respect for people who got into Survivor via John Rocker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what What about this for uh, a new uh, gimmick season of uh, Survivor fans versus Season 37 of White Lotus fans?
0: Wow, that's good. Yeah, that is good. They've I only like
1: seen 37, and then the rest have seen the, all of Survivor.
0: Yeah, bandwagon jumpers versus real fans. Diehards.
1: Yeah, and Jeff is clearly nicer to the other ones and gives them a lot more.
0: It so would be Cody... cool. I mean, I don't know how you would prove this, but it would be cool to have a tribe full of people who have never seen Survivor.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that is cool. I mean, though, uh, you could also just go back and watch season twenty-two of Survivor, where the only people who have watched Survivor were Russell and Rob.
0: So, good <laughs> old days. Like I will I go so. back and watch that. <laughs> um one of my favorite seasons
2: insane <laughs> insane <laughs> where is it ranked top 10 i can't remember i was trying to find my
0: rankings the other day and i think i've lost them which makes me sad <laughs> we'll have I really to have a wiki it. created
2: um also i mean another one of your favorites you could say uh and Karamoan. It was fans versus favorites, but it also could be people who have watched Survivor versus people who haven't watched Survivor.
0: Well, I mean, it's sort of what I'm getting at. Back then it was better because it wasn't just like super strategists doing super strategy all the time.
2: So you're sick of the game bots? I am. Okay. So you want to see uh, more of a dummy on the season. How did you like Cody last last season? Did you, Did he remind you of a throwback? Of a...
0: Absolutely. It's what I was saying. I, I was watching him the whole time. I loved him. He was my favorite on the season, and he, he made the season good for me.
2: I agree. He was really fun to watch, and he, he had a, sort of like an agile, like like he wanted to play the game, but you could tell he he didn't have the knowledge of it too much. That's I think that's how he was able to be swindled so hard in the end.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, too much trust
2: yeah so Cody what do you what do you like uh you you must uh um agree that the last
1: three seasons haven't been perfect uh no disagree no <laughs> um but I I'm thinking that yeah it 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 has been a lot of uh the kind of like same things and everything I would like a little bit of a switch up I think that themes are great I'm still like kind of like fingers crossed hoping that like, 45 is like a, a returnee kind of deal or something like that. But I feel like we would have heard about it at this point. If it was, no, I don't um, think we would have, we would start, a, we would be start
2: hearing about it around casting time in the fall. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They maybe. I've got to be returner, right?
1: Yeah. I, 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 I hope. hope so. I would love a second chances too more than anything. Um. But yeah, I'm hoping for a little bit different and maybe you're right, uh, Joel, that these ones filmed back to back probably aren't going to show too much uh, change. I did think that last season we did see uh, quite a bit of change, even though there was uh, those uh, couple of uh, same instances kind of things like we they didn't get. The
2: sh- they changed the ship we really didn't like. They changed like the hourglass trip twist. And yeah. Like, so the they eye
1: twist. Yeah, they were listening. Uh, to that at least, and we got rid of the worst parts of forty-one and forty-two.
0: But I, me. but I loved when they had to say a funny sentence.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, we got rid of one of the best parts, and then we got two of the worst.
0: <laughs> but they didn't. Okay,
2: here, here are two big twists that they did not get rid of. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is power. Yeah, and uh. Shot in the dark.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, the shot in the, dr- the dark is just like, it's just nothing to me. It's so inconsequential.
0: It hasn't worked yet.
1: It hasn't worked. Yeah. So, it, I mean, if it could be all the time for all I care. People hardly ever use it. And it never really gets brought up in discussion anymore. Like, it's just kind of there. So the fact because that it's, it's there doesn't the bother me at all.
2: It's so out in the open, so everyone plans for it at every vote. There's a split vote, every tribal council or it there's such a bl- there's like such a clear blind side so that people don't um, yeah, I, I guess it does it.
1: reflect it in that way that we get a lot more like blind sides and stuff like that that um, tend to be I, I don't know.
0: do they have it there just to sort of try to change the mechanics of the vote because I can't imagine they have it there as an exciting thing because it's obviously not
1: yeah i mean maybe we'll get finally a moment where we've seen like so it's supposed to be a one in six chance that they get it right and we've seen it tried has to be 12 times 12 no i think that's too many don't you you think so maybe we've seen it at least six i know that in season two they did a lot everyone did it at the start didn't they or season uh forty two. Season forty two. Drop the four, keep the two. Yeah, everybody did it. Uh everybody did it off the start. So I know that we've seen a bit, but we haven't we didn't really see a lot this season. I don't know. It's so inconsequential to me. Uh and the other one was inconsequential this season too. Like no one got to use uh, Sammy it. Sammy played it. Did he? Yeah.
0: In yeah.
2: season forty three he played his. Which is which is what made uh Carla switch her vote so that she voted for Sammy instead of Cassidy which meant there wasn't uh, there wasn't like the big blow up the next day
1: right yeah I don't even remember it and maybe that's the thing with these is that we have all of the uh, these extra advantages that aren't memorable they're not really creating uh, moments like I know that we had a big moment in uh, 41 with that advantage but It just hasn't really happened since then.
0: Yeah, it all just kind of clogs up the works, really.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, But to me, in my head, it all just feels so inconsequential. Like, it's not changing the game too much. It's just a thing that they have to maneuver around that they're just successfully maneuvering around constantly. I, I, I can honestly say I don't think... Maybe... Because
2: Knowledge is Power has proved to be so interesting on the TV, I think every episode that kind of revolves around the strategicness around like maneuvering around Knowledge is Power, which is the total reason why Cody gave his idol to Jesse in the first place and kept it there, the anxiety of that. Maybe that's the best twist of the first three seasons, and when it was introduced, it was extremely controversial. But still, I think we've seen everything from it, so I think they can pull it from the game. I don't really need any more of it, but I do think it's like maybe the most interesting twist of all the twists they've given, and uh, that's
1: not saying
2: much.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what more we could see from it. I think you're right there. Uh, because we've got the different dynamics of it and then people just tossing their idols to different people and Jesse ended up coming away like a thief in the night because of it.
0: Mm-hmm. it it's all gotten to the point where idols seem pretty watered down, I'd say.
1: That That's very true. Yeah, I, I think it, that there's there
0: are a lot of idols too and it just doesn't seem that exciting anymore.
1: Yeah, it's it's gotten to the point where there's so many idols, there's so many advantages, and there's so many reasons where you have to do a blindside. You have no choice but to do a blindside every single tribal council now. So, yeah. And when you see it every single time, it really just loses the effect. Mm-hmm. Um, some straightforward votes would be good. I love it when you uh, have someone... Uh, tell them straight up that they're going home and then it just happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. A Boston Robin Lex situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. And also there was one in uh, Africa, right? Where they was that
2: Lex uh, yeah. Le- I feel like Lex did that a lot. Yeah. That was his whole whole <laughs> thing. And which is what it made it so funny when Rob does it to him and he gets so mad.
0: That's right. Yeah. What was it so there was a guy named Clarence in Africa, was
2: it? I think, yeah, yeah, Clarence. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a merge boot, or and Lex or what kind of takes him out room.
0: of the camp and sort of tells him he's going home. There's nothing he can do, and it's sort of yeah. <laughs>
2: he takes him to the edge where they tell them not to go because lions might attack them. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I I asked uh, the AI to write a stand-up comedy joke about Survivor in the style of Jay Leno.
0: Oh wow! You hear about this?
2: Yeah. So Survivor season forty-four, huh? It's like they keep changing the. I'm doing Mark Wahlberg. is what I sound like right now. Did hey, you put like the strong... huh in there? Yeah, it said it, huh? It's like they keep changing up the format, but it's always the same thing. People, it's this is exactly. Has it been listening to me? Uh, people stranded on a desert island, trying to outwit, outplay, and outlast each other. I mean, at this point, you'd think they'd have all. They'd all have. PhDs in survival tactics. But then again, if they were really that smart, they'd be on a nice cushy cruise instead of fighting from fire with a million bucks.
0: That's pretty good. Jay?
2: (laughs) You hear about this? Survivor Season 44?
0: Wow.
2: (laughs) Um, but, But... Cody, like... I want to know from you if, they, if they're going to, if there was one big
1: thing you want to see in, in 44, what do you want to see? It's I think like that, one... um, I think you're on to something, Joel, with these, uh, tribe swaps. I'd like the dynamic to change, um, before the, uh, merge, the pre-merge dynamic, I think needs to change. We have seen the same thing going into, uh, 41, 42 and 43, the merge, we see one tribe that's been winning a lot and they're still Mm -hmm. all stuck together and they don't coexist. But it's been more or less the the same thing every time. And I think a swap pre-merge would make that more exciting, especially if we're not getting a goofy catchphrase. I mean, listen, like that would be
2: shocking. In a good way. Like, I personally would be shocked if that happened because it just seems like they have this cookie-cutter format. They're not going away from it, and they're not thinking, like, what would really shock viewers and the players in the pre-merge? A swap would. um, I just, like, if they've been setting us up so that we're shocked in Season 44, that would be awesome. Would it not be? Am I wrong? That would be really, like, surprising.
0: Well the best way to shock us would go to back to 39 days which would really make me cry with joy.
1: <laughs> do you, do you think that um Tom now after three winners that didn't do 39 days are you uh are you agreeing with Russell at this point that they're not real winners?
0: Yeah. I am. <laughs> and I agree with Russell that it makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> still are you gonna
2: are you gonna gonna, uh, come back to twitter and tweet a gif of the titanic sinking after the (laughs) premiere of survivor season 44
0: look i'm glad we have guys like that speaking out yeah (laughs) yeah
2: i feel like i i i do think like on this episode we may come across as like survivor facebook viewers or like old man yells at cloud um (laughs) You know, you, you know what I mean, the Facebook commenters who are like, just take away the idols. <laughs> they sound like Bill Burr, uh, artificial intelligence paper, Bill Burr. No alliances. No,
0: <laughs> no idols. Alliances. <laughs> um, Yeah, well, I don't think so, though, because, well, I'm not plugged into sort of Survivor fandom threads, but uh, wouldn't most Survivor fans be kind of annoyed by this stuff or –
1: lament it yeah i i think that it's a big thing uh, i don't think anyone doesn't want it to be 39 days i i i think that anyone saying that no this is better is lying to themselves and i haven't seen anyone say that Viewers, yet yeah but, i mean yeah
2: i think the only people that like it is jeff probst and a few of the pro-
1: producers yeah a little less well probably the whole crew to the if I'm my the guess group, is it's less saying. money it's, play, it's yeah. a budget
0: cut that's who likes it better, the accountants over at CBS.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh maybe maybe the players on the island prefer it. No, <laughs> because... I
1: wouldn't. But it is I would less want days the of full... starving. These are all massive Survivor fans, though, that are on oh. the seasons now. You want the yeah. full survivor experience that everyone that you grew up watching had.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't know. It's a quick turnaround. Yeah. I I would want if I got cast on Survivor, I would be a lot more excited to do the 39 days.
2: Yeah. Just, there's there's just not half as much downtime. Like in the end, like when I think about the 26 versus 39, I notice it now just in comparison and like the speed of the game and all this stuff. But unless, because I'm really squinting, right? I, if you were to tell me that one season was 39 and one season was 26 days, I don't know that I would really be able to guess, you know, if it was like a Pepsi challenge. Um, but, but you still uh, know. <laughs> I know now I do. I know the di- the difference between Pepsi and Coke, but, if if you weren't to show me the label, I don't know.
1: You know. Did so you ever? That, that, did you ever run into the people doing the Pepsi challenge on the street? They used to do it at Oakville Place Mall all the time. Really? They film you? No,
2: I never got filmed. Hmm.
0: They would just a do better, it. A better analogy would be a Coke can versus a smaller Coke can. That's one third <laughs> smaller. <laughs>
2: But it's served and, in and the same really size like glass. you really like having that
0: amount of Coke.
2: <laughs> but it's it's served in the same size glass.
1: It's just as many episodes.
0: Now you're tripping me out, man. Yeah.
1: Well, I think that the major thing that we had uh, a problem with was that we we attributed the less days to, yeah, the downtime and getting less scenes that were just kind of... Not just game, but like nonsense scenes and everything like that. And just some fun, um, some fun uh, footage. But I, I do feel that 43 gave us more of that. We got, yeah, we got to see Gay Blur putting Tom fronds on Sammy and Ellie
2: <laughs> while they were sleeping.
1: Yeah. Yeah. His, we... his big game changing move of the season. Yeah. <laughs> um we got a lot more of uh a lot more of that stuff a lot more of uh uh, than just backstories we got fun moments like that we got owen
2: pouring water on his penis yeah and kicking the
1: sand in anger yeah
2: i will say here's something and this may be controversial i thought the welcome the the welcome packages the get to know us packages were cool last season it felt oppressive there were so many of them I don't think we need as many. We got it for everybody. Yeah. I don't need I don't need all this shit. I don't need to know everyone's like sob story.
1: I think that could I wanna be wanna know what's happening on the island, baby. I think that they could um really utilize these backstories as like uh TikTok exclusives or something like that. Yeah. Drive or someone like a- to their social media and then we'll decide whether we wanna Watch them or not. Paramount Plus. Yeah. Param- well, I mean, I don't think that's a reason to to pay money for Paramount Plus But Well, I
2: think if they had, I mean, I've always said this. I would I would watch more Survivor if it was on if 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 they were to give us just all the downtime moments, put them on Paramount Plus. I would love to watch that. Like a bunch of edited, like funny moments and put them on Paramount Plus.
0: Mm, extended
2: episodes.
0: Yeah, that would be fun. How about start with giving us the actual seasons on Paramount Plus? <laughs> that would help. What's,
2: what's the condition of Survivor on Paramount Plus right now, Tom? Thirty to forty,
0: or thirty on, I guess.
2: It's so stupid, and and they don't give you the full episode without commercials until the week after, when it's airing week by week, right?
0: It's a mess over at Paramount Plus. Yeah, it's not great. I think it, I think
2: we as Canadians get it worse than Americans.
0: I think in America yeah. they have all the seasons or at least that's what I Yeah. Right? I uh, uh, I canceled my subscription and wrote an an email of complaint.
2: I remember you doing that and didn't they send back and they were like, "Well, you can watch the, the Mark Wahlberg movie The Infinite earlier than everyone else, Tom." Don't, is that an incentive?
0: Yeah. <laughs> they offered me a free month and I said,
2: no oh, thanks. <laughs> Wait, I'm I I still pay for Paramount Plus, and this is the first thing that gets pulled up: the Sarah Michelle Gellar show, Wolfpack, which I've never.
1: Wolfpack. This is, that's the That's the front page. Well, as far as Both I'm concerned, back. that if you're paying monthly and you still get thirty to forty, then uh, well worth it because Game Changers is still available.
0: Here he goes.
1: So as long as I can uh, relive that one over and over again, I think that's worth the, uh, what, $9.99 a month?
2: Pop-Gun 2 is on Paramount+. Plus. I bet that's gotten them lots of subscribers.
0: That's not Game Changers. Well, they have this great new show called Wolfpack, too.
2: (laughs) Wolfpack is, is what everybody's talking about
0: right now. People can't stop talking about Wolfpack.
2: Everywhere I go, Twitter, real if life. If
0: Michelle Geller could get on Survivor, then everybody would tune into that season because of Wolfpack.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, do you guys mind if I run to the washroom,
1: or do we want to pause the recording? or do You guys want to keep talking? Um, I, uh, well, we might as, uh, yeah, we'll pause it.
2: So we we use the pee break as a. Uh, uh opportunity to play you some ads yeah
1: I, I like how everybody uh can feel comfort knowing that you are relieved of your bladder i was getting a bit tense i was seeing if like how, how long i could make make it
2: but you were making it into a bit of a challenge yeah which should be a challenge on survivor i would love to see that next season um... hold,
0: your, hold your bladder
2: yeah, Jeff Crobs makes them stand having just drank a bunch of water. <laughs> First person to be loses
0: your reward. Well, that brings me to my newest wish. Okay. You gotta bring back an eating challenge. Mm-hmm. So do you want I'm for this <laughs>
2: the uh the pork challenge pork to come back?
0: No, no, no. no. Nobody <laughs> wants that. It, yeah, I, I would
2: love to see. So do you want like a like a gross food challenge?
0: Yeah.
2: OK,
1: I agree with the but I will say, uh, Tom, for a ranking of best challenges, I think Joel managed to get that stupid pork challenge on our list of top <laughs> 10 challenges.
2: No, it was Chris who who played the the, the pork challenge. I played the mud challenge.
1: Right. There was just too much nonsense for me. I like the mud challenge way more than the everybody eating the same piece of pork.
0: It's really sick. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to look at that.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a worse challenge.
0: And they Chris, did that like
2: three or four times.
0: Chris is the guy I couldn't stop disagreeing with when we did our rankings. Yeah. 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 OK, that checks out.
1: <laughs> he also tried to put I think his number one or two. He tried to put the... uh the Gulliver's Travel Challenge from 21 or whatever it was, 22?
2: Well, well, because uh, Dan Bongo or whatever was sitting on a big chair. <laughs> What's his name, Dan?
1: Lembo? Is it Lembo? Dan
2: Lembo, yeah. Who died recently?
1: <laughs> well, I don't know,
0: I don't know if we can talk peace. about that
2: on the podcast. Rest in peace.
0: Who is um, that? He was a contestant? Yeah, yeah. Survivor
2: Nicaragua. The guy who uh Holly he, he she threw his alligator shoes in the ocean.
1: Yeah, put some oh, that there. guy. All timer. That's an all timer.
0: Rest in peace. Um he's,
1: but yeah. I he's think, with his
2: alligator shoes now.
1: I think that those type of challenges uh would be great to be brought back, like the the eating or I'm down with the mud challenge too. I think that is uh stupid enough that that could come back. Yeah. Um, but I, I would definitely like more so like that because it seems like we're getting a lot of just like mixture of endurance and puzzle every single time.
0: Yeah. We need some variety.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There was like some
0: variance
1: on
2: types of endurance and puzzle challenges this past season, but not enough. Yeah. Which is just exemplary of of how the entire season was for me but yeah
1: i think i would like to see a uh, a talent show um challenge where someone wins for their entire tribe based off their talent
0: that's a good idea and they should bring in like adam levine to judge it
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like somebody's like my talent is I cheat on my wife, and she doesn't find out about it. And he's like, "This guy's the winner."
0: <laughs> Current, um, yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, looking at the cast, who do you think would be the most talented? Who would win a talent show?
1: I think I, I less want to see someone be really good at a talent than I want to see people completely fail at their talents.
2: You want to see Kane juggling and like all the yeah. balls hit his head and stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. Or, or I would like uh someone to be like, oh, like all of my friends at work think I'm funny. So I'm going to do some stand up and they like write their bits in, in the sand and then try to memorize them. That would be good footage. So Tom, if you were on Survivor and they asked you to
2: do a talent show, would you do stand up on it or would you like do something else?
0: Um well I wouldn't have my AI comedy writer with me, so yeah.
2: <laughs> um so what about rewards? What rewards do we want to see on season 44?
0: I like that they We've kind had of Slim Dickens. I like that they brought back going somewhere for your reward Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. they went to the same place like three or four times in
0: 43 at least least, i I mean remind me where did they go i remember thinking where's that
2: they went to like a sanctuary on the beach it was like like benches with pillows and a big long coffee table
0: it was new though right yeah I liked when they used to go to like a spa. Yeah. Yeah. The spa reward would be good.
1: There's but three big ones for me. You know what that I would like. Not
0: to hammer this again, but that's only good if you're doing 39. I don't want to see them at a spa if they're doing 26.
2: Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you because the reason the slim pickens um the reason for the, the rewards being so slim pickens is that uh they don't want to give them as much because it's so such a short season. Mm-hmm. And they don't need to luxuriate as much because they'll be on Ponderosa in no time.
0: Well, that's um, why I also rolled my eyes when they got family letters. You don't need that. Twenty-six days. Yeah,
1: you're fine. That's you're right. fine. Yeah. I here's my uh big three. I liked when they uh delivered uh like uh toys to the kids in like the neighborhoods. I like that one. And they're playing hacky sack. Wasn't that yep. Woo? That was Woo and Spencer and Cass.
0: Yeah, I like that one. That's that's nice to see. Or when Shane was kicking the ball around with the kids and he finally got his cigarette. <laughs> yeah. He had
1: a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. That <laughs> that was good. So I like I d I don't know if you could do that as much in Fiji though. Did you guys uh, hear about this that uh that Shane Powers
2: is like has a pivotal role in the movie Babylon? No. Yeah. I I want to see it because of that. That can't be true. It's true.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to see that cuz I hate that director, but now I'm going to.
2: <laughs> yeah, I really want to see Shane Powers. Apparently, he's like this big guy and he has like this big great beard.
0: He is. So. He is.
1: Wow. I, we might we might have to watch that for the podcast.
2: Yeah, maybe if I' am still lazy about doing this trivia thing. <laughs>
1: um, the other uh, the other ones I want to see uh, come back. I would like to see the um, the sponsored movie. I'd like them all to go to a movie. Yes. Yeah. What um, movie. What uh, movie coming out this year would they see? I, I would. I think- Oh, go ahead.
0: I think they should just have to watch Jack and Jill again. <laughs>
2: As a punishment.
0: But, <laughs> yeah, the losers have to go watch Jack and
2: Jill. What's coming out this year? This, like, uh, in the next couple months?
1: I, I think that they just, uh, because it's, well, I think they, they, they give them 80 for Brady. I th- I think that we try to get 80 for Brady. Going further, and then that's a perfect candidate for them to all go. I've see. seen 80
2: for Brady, that would be punishment.
1: <laughs> um, that'd, and be, then, that'd be worse punishment than Jack and Joe. Um, I feel like all the ones I know coming out, like go send them all to Cocaine Bear. <laughs> yeah, they to think about though, they are seeing these movies well ahead of time because of like when they film them, right? So, like, mm-hmm. those, um coach got to see jack and jill like six to eight months before we got to
2: and it was after he had filmed his uh um wonderful movie 180 in which in one scene he basically is doing an adam sandler impression (laughs) do you remember
1: that um i I remember i blocked that movie out completely (laughs) Uh, and then, lastly, my challenge—I'd or my reward—I'd like to see come back is a uh, boat trip with Cochran. <laughs>
2: that was basically the uh, the prototype for Island of the Idols, too.
1: Yeah. So I, I'd but imagine like to see that one.
2: But imagine Cochran's like, I don't want to talk about the game. Let's just talk about food. Let's let's just chill. Let's talk about Jack and Jill. Let's talk about movies. <laughs>
1: I, w- I would like it if they got to be on, like, a boat trip with, like, Tony or, like, you can put Coach in there. Like, or yeah, preferably someone that wouldn't necessarily help them, that it might not be good that they listen to. So maybe, like, a coach, they get a boat trip with him to ask him for advice. Oh, I just thought of something. Instead of, the, the
2: reward could be they go on a cruise with Coach and they watch Wolfpack.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Good idea.
2: Yeah, with Sarah Michelle Gellar.
0: It'd be a good promotional <laughs> Every single <video>. episode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> every episode. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean every episode of Wolfpack? I thought you meant like every reward. Oh, every... For every episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: every episode of 44, they watch Wolfpack. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so the Paramount movies coming out soon are Scream mm-hmm. uh, 6, and Transformers Rise of the Beasts... Yeah. And Dungeons and
0: Dragons Honor Among Thieves. This so is making me bored just to hear these titles.
1: <laughs> that Transformers movie filmed so long ago. That, really? Yeah. That movie was filming in the studio beside me when I filmed my first episode of Ghost. It was wrapping. But that was that was during the lockdown, right? That was during sorry, the pandemic like that was after yeah yeah so it was like August or July 2021 I think they wrapped okay well
2: there's lots of CGI yeah you know Optimus Prime he's such a diva they gotta wrangle him
0: right yeah I guess so you mean they don't use real animatronics in in, uh, Transformers
2: no they actually get the actual Optimus Prime He's got a really busy schedule. So yeah, my trailer was set. actually
1: side by side with Bumblebees.
0: <laughs> and does anyway. Bumblebees. does Bumblebee's trailer turn into its own?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he <laughs> is his own trailer. Whatever.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, anyway, I um, so, uh, so any, I, I, I feel like uh. Is there anything else you guys um, want to talk about in terms of season 44? Did, uh, Tom, have you taken a look at the cast at all or no?
0: I actually haven't. Mm. I'm going back to, I like to go in blind. Right, right. I right. think last season or, yeah, maybe last season I looked at them because we did a podcast, but I'm going back to blind. So are you going
2: to watch weekly? I remember last yeah, season you, uh, you bulked some up and then did a binge.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how, uh, how Wednesdays are looking for me. Yeah. I think I had a class on Wednesdays or something like that. So we still I...
2: haven't gotten you on for a, uh, a recap. Let's do it. Yeah, we should do it. And we should have Kayla on as well.
0: Yeah. I have a couple little things that I've written down. All okay, right. go ahead. Stop talking about how hard it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I want more Jeff. All
1: right. More Jeff. Okay. I feel
0: like in some of the older seasons, Jeff was more prevalent. I feel like he's sort of stepped back a little bit.
1: Maybe as a reward, they have a beer with Jeff.
0: Oh, what? in the bar in Thailand. Yeah.
1: Oh, would love that. Would love that.
2: We need to bring. I guess back. that wasn't
0: Thailand. What was that, Samoa?
2: That was in Borneo.
0: Borneo, right. Yeah. Season one. Um, what else? Oh, what do you guys th- what did you think about those beads? It's kind of stupid, yeah, it was
2: good the first time, and then they did it two more times, and it just wasn't
0: they kind of traded the terms. silly sentence for a silly bracelet, yeah, yeah, I kind of <laughs> liked the idea, but then I guess everybody did it, so it felt like a foregone conclusion that you could do it
2: yeah if it's if it's if it's the same for all three idols then everyone will find out about it if if one person told if you just have to say hey who uh d- collected um beads on your yeah anyone collect but beads? i mean
0: even just like the idea of having a little tricky challenge to get your idol going i kind of like that
2: yep me too if it, but if it's if it's different across the board
0: and i would like to know that it's I would I guess it would need to be harder so that not everybody could just do it because once everybody did it, you thought, well, I guess it wasn't that hard.
1: Yeah. Maybe like a scavenger hunt like it. It's all in different spots everywhere. You could keep that secret too. Maybe just one item is with like in like the group vicinity or something. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't I know. Just
1: don't really a different a social challenge for hunts, three different somebody. people. That would be cool. <laughs> so what did you say, Tom? I
0: don't really want to watch a scavenger.
2: <laughs> well, anything, anything else? Did you that you wrote down, or is that everything?
0: Well, I have one more that I know will never happen, but new location. Yeah,
2: yeah, that probably won't happen. Well, I maybe someday.
0: I understand the mechanics of what they got going over there, but let's mix it up.
1: It yeah. that would be nice. I think uh, I think that we're just looking for any kind of fresh at this point, just something to make the season stand out as the overarching theme between all of our wants.
0: And it could be as easy as just bringing back some of the older stuff, like we said. Mm-hmm. And what's old will be new again. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Have well, someone eat a spider. Come on. Eat a spider. A special thank you to you, Tom. Uh, for coming on the show.
2: You're welcome. And uh, Cody, a special thank you to you. Oh, and you gave me a thumbs up. I I don't know why my Zoom keeps doing that just randomly. I was doing that during therapy the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Randomly throwing thumbs up to my therapist.
0: That'd be a Um, great way to just respond to what they're telling you. Like, (laughs) oh, this is your inner child, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just thumbs up. (laughs)
2: so i have uh i have gotten ai to write the outro for the podcast perfect do you want to hear it yep and there you have it folks another episode of the merge Boot podcast is in the books we want to thank our special guest tom henry for joining us today and bringing some laughter to the show and of (laughs) course a big thank you to our co-host cody crane for his insights and perspectives We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned a thing or two about Survivor, and we're hoping to see you in Season 44. If you did, please, oh, if you did enjoy, please be sure to rate and review us on your favorite platform. And join us again next time for more discussion and analysis on Survivor and all things reality TV. That's not true. Until then, this is Joel Edmiston signing off, and we'll see you next time on the Merge Boot Podcast.
0: Thanks, AI.
2: That was really long. I'm not gonna read that every week. No, please do keep copy and paste that into your notes. Yeah. Anyway, thanks again, Tom. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks, guys. I had fun.
2: All right. See you later, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast
0: has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.